Welcome to the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast, connecting and reconnecting you with all things Charleston. I am your host, Nia Joy, your golden realtor, licensed in the state of South Carolina. Welcome to the show. Hey there, it's me, Nia Joy, your golden realtor, licensed in the state of South Carolina. Welcome back to another episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. I have lined up for you today a seasoned mortgage loan officer, and her whole mission is to help clients not only just close on their new home, but also help them along the way by educating them and giving them great information on how they can maximize this experience. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ashley Rawlings of Tabor Mortgage. Looking forward to sharing this great information with you. If you need any assistance, Ashley or I would be so honored to work with you and help you close on your new home. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, I'm here with Ashley Rawlings of Tabor Mortgage. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, this has been a great a great start to uh, 2020 with everything that's happening with uh, with the market. I know that that sometimes buyers have fears and concerns, and I really am so excited to to talk to you today to just kind of get your take on what what buyers can expect and, and why things are the way they are, and maybe um, a little bit about um, some things that they can do to plan and prepare for this market. So, so what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, as far as buyers' concerns or needs in this market right now? Yeah, yeah. So coming we're technically coming out of the pandemic, whether it feels like it or not, from an economic standpoint, we are in a recovery phase from the pandemic. And so you do see a lot of changes um, with employment rates and especially in housing industries. Um, We're based in Charleston, my lending office. So I'm very familiar with our Charleston market. And we're getting the same questions from bars, even people who bought before, but especially first time home buyers of, what's going on in the Charleston market and surrounding areas as far as interest rates, what's happening with inventory, what can we expect, um, should we be waiting, right? That fear of a housing crash, when is inventory gonna return? So those are the bigger pieces um, that we're getting a lot of questions about for what's gonna happen in 2022, basically. People just want guidance of, is this going to get worse? Is it getting better? Where are we as far as the housing market goes? So. Um, I thought a big piece that would probably be good to talk about would be rates. That's what you're starting to see a lot of commercials about and more billboards and, mm-hmm. you know, TikTok videos about like you're just it's yes. constant, you know, undertow of what is happening with rates and why are they what they are? Yeah. Um, so I always try to explain to my first time homebuyers, I try to really find a way to explain rates in a simple term because rates can be very complicated as right. to why they are what they are, but I always try to make it super simple. So in general, what we saw, for 2020 and 2021 was the pandemic caused our economy to decline, right? We saw really high rates of unemployment. Mm-hmm. The government held off inflation for a very long amount of time to try to allow the economy to survive through that. When they hold off inflation, what you see is that it's easier for lenders, banks, the government to acquire mortgage-backed securities, which are really our housing debts. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cheaper to acquire them, to sell them, and to make money off of them. So it drove our rates down. So you saw people closing at 2.5, 3, 3.2. Um, so that's the result that we saw from the hold off of inflation. 
Um, I always tell everyone, if you have a product that you sell, that product costs you $3 to acquire it, you're probably going to sell it for 4 or $5. If suddenly that product costs you $2 to acquire, you may be able to sell it for 2 and a half to $3 and still make the same profit. Yes. So we saw rates go down. We are now seeing, again, with that economic regrowth, people returning to work, mm-hmm. those mortgage-backed security money that was put in will move back out into our traditional stock market that we see the high-risk higher reward type securities and bonds and stocks that they will buy. The government has also specifically said, our housing administration, they're going to back out of buying those mortgage-backed securities and allow the market to level back out on its own. Mm-hmm. So that money gets moved back out. Inflation is now returning. The government's made it very clear. They cannot hold inflation any longer. They've got to start letting it return. Yes. When inflation returns, it's more expensive to obtain loans, to give loans, to buy loans, to sell them. Um, So rates will continue to go up to meet that increasing inflation. So in that previous example, the product you were suddenly getting for $2 now costs you $5. Yes. You can't sell that product for $3 and stay in business, right? You have to increase your pricing. And that pricing for us on the lending side is your interest rate. That's directly where that money is coming from to be able to continue to fund out more loans and allow people to continue to buy homes. So- well, the number one thing buyers say then when this happens, they're like, oh, well, the, since the price is going up, I'm going to wait for the price to go back down. So what do you That's think about luck. that? Good luck. <laughs> I always, I hear that too all the time. Like, well, when is pricing going to go back down? And what I tell them, when is the price of milk going to go back down? When is the price of gas going to go back down? Eggs, when are the price of cars going to go back down? Yes, all that stuff. They're I not. mean, we've seen it all go up. Cars even yeah. are hard to find. Used cars yeah. have more value than the new cars. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's and crazy. so we so still don't very much. Yeah, we're still very much in a high demand market for mm-hmm. the housing and compared to inventory, extremely low inventory, very high demand. There is no rationale for pricing to come back down then. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the things I always talk to my clients about um, because my side is I always leave it to the experts, to you guys to go over the way. Yeah. I always get asked, like, well, if I buy a house at 350, what's my mortgage going to be? And I yeah. said, well, it depends on a lot of factors. And I said, I mean, we could obviously use a calculator, but I said the lender can really give you a much better picture of what that looks like if you yeah. have everything ran and they have all your your documents. So, yeah. Um, so what do you say to the buyer that may be on the fence? about okay so now they understand that prices may not be going down right um interest rates may not be going down right the ones there are some that say okay well i'm gonna wait a year or two i know you can't tell them what that's gonna look like but what is your best advice would would they go ahead and start maybe just seeing what buying right now would look like with you yeah yeah we always tell them you know you can get pre-approved at any time you don't necessarily, it's not a guarantee you're going to buy just because you got pre-approved, but it does tell you at least what you're currently able to afford. And then you can see what those houses look like in your budget and see if that fits your needs. Unfortunately, when we look back um, from the economic data for South Carolina in general, um, because we are considered a highly desirable state, we're actually in the top 10 as far as what they call migration numbers, meaning people moving into our state from other states. We're in line with the New Yorks and Floridas of the country. So we're not likely to see people stop moving into our state. They're going to continue to. So we'll continue to have that really high demand with lower inventory. Um, and then statistically, our housing prices have been increasing 12%, which is far above national average of around 7 to 8 so you can wait 
but the prices are not likely to come down. They may level out to a more normal seven to eight percent year after year, but they're not going to drop down more than likely to that four to three percent people are hoping and right. suddenly just plummet. And that would be a, a really negative event to have caused that if you think about it. We've been through that right in 2008. And it yeah. was not fun. No one wants to go back no, to no 2008, to, 2010. Yeah. And I <laughs> always tell clients about that. I'm like, you know, based on why that, that happened for a totally different reason than now. Yeah. I mean, those people yeah. just could never really afford those loans to begin with. They, they weren't being um, vetted properly. So that's a totally different reason than what we're seeing right now. So yeah. as far as um, the waiting game, um, it sounds to me that we just need to just go ahead and just keep planning for, for the next available opportunity to purchase a home. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The longer they wait, the more likely it is to be more expensive for them. And even rates, like a lot of people, I hear them go like, well, rates are going to go back up, but they'll come right back down. Right. Mm -mm. There's no data to show that that would happen. Exactly. Especially if you look back at past data, we didn't experience rates as low as they were this year since almost 2010. It's been almost a full decade since we've had rates as low as we had over the last year. And again, it was due to economic issues. When rates are low, it typically means your economy is not as strong as it should be. And so the government is meddling in there to try to fix it. And that's what we see. So the downside to high rates, obviously, is an immediate cost to buyers. But it does show from a larger picture that it means the economy is coming back. Um, and we are, again, in that regrowth phase. And that is positive. Um, overall, as far as, again, especially people that are worried about a, a housing crisis or the bubble, the big bubble we keep hearing about, that's your bigger sign of things are leveling back out to where they should be. And when you look at that historical data on rates over the last eight to nine years, they've been somewhere between a four to a six, rate, you know, normal. So we're coming back into a normal range. We may not go all the way back up to a 6% as an average, but probably around that four to 5%. Mm -hmm. is where it will fall from what all the current data shows. And that I think that's what people are afraid of. I think yeah. the other thing is, so let's say the prices don't go down. Their, their other concern is, well, I want a low interest rate. Well, the lowest interest rate, those change daily, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they change it. So yeah. it could be in the 4.2 that day, and then it, the next day could be 4.6. Um, what factors, um, my last question is, what factors are involved with your rate and your um and and your housing affordability like yeah those yeah, factors that yeah. i i like to give a really like real world example when it comes to rates because again a lot of people see a posted rate like the average rate and they think like oh that means if i applied for a loan today i would also get that like as of this morning from the mortgage news websites it's like a 3.7 is our average rate that's being locked in and closed in right now um so a lot of people see that and go okay so that means everybody gets a 3.7 no that's again the average so with that there's still people closing at 3.1 3.2 there's people closing above four so i like to tell people if you want to think about in something we experience every day it's very similar to gas prices right you go to a gas station outside of your home four days in a row you may have four different prices on that gas but the gas didn't change the gallon it's measured and never changed just the price per gallon same thing with rates. The numbers themselves are not what's changing. They're just numbers with some decimals behind them. What they represent doesn't change. It's the pricing of those rates that's fluctuating day after day. So if you're someone who goes to the gas station with $20 in your pocket, depending on the price per gallon, will determine how many gallons gas you get. Same thing when it comes to rates. 
depending on how much money you have to put towards getting a lower rate than what your given rate is, is going to determine how low that rate can go. And you're so, talking about buying down your points yeah. on your on your rate. Yeah. I've heard about that. My client yeah. is thinking they're going to bring, it can affect how much money you bring to closing. I understand. Yeah. And yeah. then, so buying down your rate, let's say you were at a 4.2 and you want to get to a 4%. How does yeah. that work? Yeah. So that's what's changing day per day is the cost to get to those lower rates. How many, what we call points. So one point is 1% of your loan amount. So if you paid a point of buy down, you paid 1% of your loan amount to buy down to that desired rate. So the same thing with that gas example of going to the same place and getting four different prices on gas on four different days. I can log in and look at rates and the cost to buy down to that lower rate could change day after day after day, depending on how the market fluctuates. So that's when we tell people like the waiting game is not going to help you because they're getting more and more expensive. So where last year, someone may have paid a point to go all the way down to 3.5, that same point may only get them down to 4.1 right now. So it depends on how much money they have to put towards it, but it's always going to be based on the bigger factors. Number one is credit. That's why we all realtors, lenders, everyone is pushing. You have to work on your credit. You have to get credit as good as you can possibly get it. Credits, number one, your loan to value is the second piece, which is your down payment, how much you're putting down on a home. If you're putting down the lowest amount, or if you're putting down a higher down payment to lower that loan to value. So obviously it's less risk from a lending standpoint, you're taking out a lower loan amount. Your debt to income ratio will factor in there as well. So that's how much extra debt is attached to your credit report, your car payments, credit card payments, student loans. Um, and then the third piece is the type of property you're obtaining. So primary residence versus investment, traditional single family homes versus people buying duplexes, manufactured homes, different styles of homes may also affect what your given um, rate is without any money towards buying down and then what it costs to buy down. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of times people always they just, like you said, they make assumptions. And so yeah, you seem to be a great resource for, you know, not only educating the buyer, but getting them pre-approved. So if somebody wants to reach you to make a purchase or get pre-approved, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. So they can do it in a couple of different ways. They can go straight to our Tabor Mortgage website and they can go to my profile there and take them directly to my website where they can apply. They don't have a realtor. Um, their realtor may refer them to me. That's where a lot of my clients come from is from my realtor relationships. Mm -hmm. And then usually they're going to give me a call or the realtor will give me their info and I'll reach out. Mm -hmm. um, but I get them both ways. I get some that find me through the website, some that find me through my social media. A lot of it though is going to be through realtors. So the realtors letting them know, like, here's a great local lender to reach out to. Ashley will be able to help you. And then we set up either phone or in person, whatever they're comfortable with. Okay. That sounds yeah. pretty good. I mean, yeah. I... I definitely look forward to working with you and it's getting some more buyers um, closed yeah. this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Ashley, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for going uh, what to expect for the market for what, what type of rates um, buyers are expected to get right now. And also what factors are involved in that. And yeah. um, the fact that we shouldn't wait. <laughs> if at all right? possible, No waiting. It's going to go. The prices are still increasing and it's still high demand. So I appreciate you explaining yeah. that for us. Of course. Yeah. Always happy to help. Well, guys, you heard it here. If you want to reach Ashley, I'm going to put her contact information in the notes so you can reach out to her and get pre-approved. And we'd definitely be 
so happy to work with you and, and get you to the closing yeah. table and get you closed on your new home. So yeah. check out the rest of the, the notes and go back and reread this, um, sorry, rewatch this video and definitely reach out to either Ashley or myself to get started today. So have a good one. Thanks guys. All right, see you Ashley. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I am so grateful that you had the opportunity to learn this great information. Reach out to Ashley or myself if you are interested in buying a home. We would love to take care of you. You guys just stay safe out there. And of course, as always, stay golden.